So the first phase is basically right after she's done her menzies. All right, she she's basically seeking the high value male, as Anha always talks about. She's seeking that that man who is the highest value dominant male that she can find. She is now seeking more security, more stability, because in the off chance that she is pregnant, you know, through biology, the highest value male might not stick around, right? So she needs that that security, that provider, that provisioning, right? So. In step two, in phase two, the the two, you know, last weeks, latter weeks of the month for her cycle, she's now going to, you know, find more, uh, you know, secure, stable, predictable men attractive the month. So the birth control pills keep them in this state. So what society, Planned Parenthood, whatever you want to call it, Yanni, they're, they're, they're going into this point where they're forcing women and incentivizing women to one, become single moms, but that's another issue. But two, uh, take these pills, you know, so you can do whatever and not have to take accountability for raising a kid. But what these pills are doing is they're feminizing men and masculinizing women. How are they masculinizing women? Because they keep women at that stage in the luteal phase, I believe, in biology. And that basically makes women find beta males more attractive. Isn't that twisted? Isn't that messed up? That's that's going against the natural fitra that Brother Gabriel talked about. And the second thing is that birth control pill that's coming out of her urine, it's going into the sewers. There's clinical, scientific, primary, peer-reviewed literature showing that this water, they're, they're forming, in biology, they call them secondary sex characteristics, all right? So they're not your genitalia, which are your, your primary, but they're forming those things that women have. And it's, it's increasing the, the estrogen and progesterone of men, biological human males that are drinking the water that filtration systems today can't fill. So I basically categorize men into three different states. All right. So the, actually the first two aren't even men. I consider them boys, but hear me out. So the first one is we'll talk about it as level one. I really like uh, you know you guys, man. Mashallah, you guys are this. This is podcast. It's just so natural, you know. It's so organic, you know. Yeah. It's like we're just chilling and just talking, you know. It's, it's, I like it. You know, sometimes certain things are so like scripted. Like, hey, brother, yeah. what do you think, brother? What do you? So yeah, I, I, yeah, I like I like this. It's really cool. <laughs> it feels natural. Yeah. It's like <laughs> that was the goal. Yeah. All right, Rami. God bless you all. Well, again, it was an honor. All three of you. Salam alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum salam. Alhamdulillah. All right, man. So it was, I, I definitely like what we talked about so far in terms of the whole uh, feminist movement, the, the, the whole gender role switching. And we got women brainwashed here right now currently to, to you know, look at all these, all these helpful house husbands who do, you were talking about 50% of chores yesterday, Gabriel. I'm talking about these women want men to do all of them. And they're out here, you know, being a man, being a breadwinner. And I feel like this is something not much talked about lately, but birth controls have a huge role to do with this. And for people that have no idea what I'm talking about, basically a woman's, you know, not to go on a tangent because it's all relevant, but a woman's proliferative cycle, right? Her ovulatory cycle, how it works is she's, she's divided into two <clears throat> phases, all right? I'm going on this. So the first phase is basically right after she's done her menzies, all right? She, she's basically seeking the high value male, as Anha always talks about. She's seeking that, that man 
who is the highest value dominant male that she can find. This is this is hardwired into their biology. And they don't care about anything else. They don't care about provider. They don't care about security. They just want that. Why? Because it is in this time that they're preparing for ovulation when they can be pregnant. So it is in their best interest by virtue of nature to secure the highest value offspring. And you cannot secure the highest value offspring if you cannot secure the highest value male. As soon as she gets pregnant and, you know, even if she doesn't get pregnant, her body doesn't know she's, she's, she's not pregnant until, you know, her next period. But as soon as she ovulates, as soon as that, that thing has happened, she is now seeking more security, more stability. Because in the off chance that she is pregnant, you know, through biology, the highest value male might not stick around, right? So she needs that, that security, that provider, that provisioning, right? So in step two, in phase two, the, the two, you know, last weeks, latter weeks of the month for her cycle, she's now going to you know, find more, uh, you know, secure, stable, predictable men attractive. And, you know, in the, there's a lot of different ways to coin these terms. You know, some people say beta, some people say, you know, weak, some people say more emotional, whatever, but they will find this man more attractive than the bad boy that they were chasing in the first two weeks. All right. So when women say, oh, I want a nice guy, they're not wrong. And when women say, I want a bad boy, they're not wrong. It's just, you're not knowing what time of the month they're on. But anyway, my point is birth control <laughs> pills keep women in the, the phase of their cycle at week three and four of the cycle. So basically when they're, they're seeking that predictable provider type, that provision type, that, that guy who's, you know, he doesn't look the best, but he has 200,000 in the bank. You know, he has 100,000 coming in every year. They seek this man, ladies and gentlemen, when they are on birth control pills and when they're on this time of the month. So the birth control pills keep them in this state. So what society, Planned Parenthood, whatever you want to call it, Yanni, they're, they're, they're going into this point where they're forcing women and incentivizing women to, one, become single moms, but that's another issue. But two, uh, take these pills you know, so you can do whatever and not have to take accountability for raising a kid. But what these pills are doing is they're feminizing men and masculinizing women. How are they masculinizing women? Because they keep women at that stage in the luteal phase, I believe, in biology. And that basically makes women find beta males more attractive. Isn't that twisted? Isn't that messed up? That's, that's going against the natural fitra that Brother Gabriel talked about. And the second thing is that birth control pill that's coming out of her urine, it's going into the sewers. There's clinical, scientific, primary, peer-reviewed literature showing that this water is literally, they, they, they have fish, right? They have male fish who have uh, whatever chromosome they have. It's not XY like males, but they're basically turning into hermaphrodites and they're basically forming, they're, they're forming in biology, they call them secondary sex characteristics, all right? So they're not your genitalia, which are your, your primary, but they're forming those things that women have and it's, it's increasing the, the estrogen and progesterone of men, biological human males that are drinking the water that filtration systems today can't fill. So uh, it goes much deeper than us just thinking, you know, this is propaganda and us pulling things out of thin air. I just wanted to put that out there. Right. Alhamdulillah. That's 100%. That's why I find, uh, you know, I mean, people keep talking about... Uh, you know, uh, like, okay, people were not coming out before in history, right? But I think things didn't exist as they do today. And a lot of the 
changes that you see in the biology of human beings, be it male, females, is because of the nutrition, because of the pollution, because of what we're taking, because of what women are taking, men are taking, how it gets back into the environment, how it gets uptaken again. And it's changing the way we, we are, no doubt. We are um, corrupting our, our fitra. We are corrupting our fitra on all levels. And yes, you're having all these new type of, you know, <laughs> it's like, um, it's fun, like, you know, you need a new label almost every, every year to define what's going on or what's happening within human biology, right? So yes, this, these are challenges that have not, you know, they're unprecedented. I mean, before, yes, homosexuality existed. Uh, yes, it was a perversion. Yes, lesbianism existed. Yes, throughout, you know, the history of mankind, you know, komulut and so on. But what we're dealt, what we're dealing with today, because of the corruption of our environment, of you know, nutrition, of just society, of what's happening on all levels, you're faced with uh, so many things. You know, every action has a reaction. And as you said, women taking uh, these these pills, you know, these uh, contraceptives changes. Women, um, the the way they eat. Just just let, let's cultural cultural influences biological influences both of them contribute to our makeup okay the total past learning history it is a joint uh, collaboration between the physical the emotional the spiritual the intellectual so just just observational okay just look at women today look at men today Okay, go to the mall, I don't know, wherever you can take a sample population. Look at the way women walk, look at the way women talk, look at the way women dress, how masculinized it is, you know. Hey buddy, what's up, man? Yeah, you know, there's no softness anymore. There's no uh, you know, there's no femininity anymore, you know, the way they dress, the way they talk, the way they carry themselves. There's no afafa, there's no, you know, chastity, there's no, it's not. Society doesn't reward a a a, a humble or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's the feminine girl, man. Society shames yeah, that. Exactly right. For what is this? You know, you're gonna be. You know, you're gonna be used as this and that. I mean, that that um, humbleness, that that modesty is not there anymore, right? That we used to be attractive, you know, and now no, you have to be the biggest, baddest girl talking about weird stuff, and and that's when you're like, wow, this is what a woman really is. I mean, that's disgusting, you know what I mean? And men are confused. Um, we have this weird phenomenon in the Arab world right now where men are, are uh, chasing um, these, these feminine boys or these feminine men because they find more feminine traits in them as opposed to the women, which is very, I've, I've experienced this as a teacher there. And as a principal, I know people are going to go crazy about this, but like, you know, the men were chasing these Asian Filipino boys, you know, who are mm -hmm. working in, the, in those countries because they're more feminine than, than the women that are around who are being now pushed to work, getting high salaries to be pushed to go outside and to do the work, right? So they're now stimulated to be out there. They're not feminine anymore. I mean, they might be putting... You know, they think that I'm feminine if I'm going to look like a genetically modified Barbie, you know, put a tons of makeup on and look like, you know, God, horrible, right? No, no, no. That, that, that's, that's how they that's how they manifest their femininity, you know? 
big deep voice hello and you know crazy makeup on and then they think that that's feminine you know i know man it's hard are you talking about, about the lady boys uh l- l- yeah lady boys and He's just normal androgynous men okay just just I very, you were very talking feminine about the lady boys no, a lot of lady boys there is so you gotta you gotta see a lot of those Oh uh, no, bro, yeah, bro, bro! In the Middle East, there's a lot of lady boys, bro. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they get brought on purpose. It's by order, you know. In the Middle East, there's a lot of lady boys, especially in male salons. Okay, cutting hair and so on, has become a culture there. They only hire these kind of, you know, lady boys, and the men chase them like crazy because they're so feminine. They're so like taking care of themselves and so you know, so you know, whatever. And and guys chase this stuff, man. You know, so That's they're confused. Disgusting. And, and if no, I ask, I used to ask, bro, he's not I wrong. Used to he's ask, not wrong. It's reality. I used to it's ask disgusting. my my students, bro. Mm-hmm. Imagine, bro. Imagine, yes. imagine. I I had a, a grade twelve. I was teaching grade twelve English, class of twenty four. Two boys come to me and they're like, "Teacher, look, you gotta address this issue." And I said, "What's the problem?" He said, "Twenty two. So out of twenty four, only two of us are straight. The other ones are all chasing these little boys, you know." And it's like, I was like, "Are you sure?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "It's just the culture," and they explain it to me, you know. And I said, but you guys are Muslim. You guys know it. He said, no, they're not gay. They, they, they don't. I, but he says that they feel that those are like very girly. They're very attractive because they're very feminine. And I was like, I was trying to wrap my hat around. It. You know, I did some research, looked at it, opened my eyes a bit more. And I was like, makes sense. You know what I mean? I understand what's going on right now. You know, it's disgusting. Yeah. But, but you see the imbalance, you know, it's like women are becoming more masculine. The fitra of the men wants something feminine. Uh, some of our are becoming feminine because women are too masculine. It's like just ping-ponging back and forth, and then everyone gets messed up, you know. So it's it's a it's, it's a big problem. But you're right, man. This this whole thing, uh, you know, it's it's propagated by you know getting curved or doing you know when Anhel talks about you were done dirty in your childhood or in your life, and you are now trying to project that onto other people, and you're just walking around with this chip in your shoulder. So. I basically categorize men into three different states. All right. So the, actually the first two aren't even men. I consider them boys, but hear me out. So the first one is we'll talk about it as level one. So when you're in level one, you're basically conditioned by society. All right? you, you're basically a yes man. You do what everyone says. You never put yourself or Allah first. You put everyone else first. You put these jahos first. You're just, you're just bending over backwards for everyone. Um, and just like uh, Brother Gabriel talked about in our last podcast, how you kind of have like when you take the red pill and you finally like learn about the truth, it's it's basically who you are before that. All right. So level one, you're basically just a product of society. Um, here, you're basically doing everything for everyone. You're over, you're over jumping to people's uh, whims and to their demands because you feel like if you don't, people won't value you. You feel like your only value is just doing everything for everyone else. And this could be for your woman. This could be for your boss. You feel like if you, don't do anything, you know, aside from 100, 110%, they will not value, they will leave you, they will replace you. So a soy then boy. You, you, huh? Yeah, basically a soy boy, basically a simp. And then you take this, <laughs> this understanding that Gabriel, Brother Gabriel was talking about of you finally understand everything you've been conditioned and programmed was a lie. And when you realize this, then you realize, okay, damn, like, that means I can't give anything. I can't give my woman any type of attention. I can't listen to any of my boss's demands. I can't be nice to anyone or be kind or be, you know, kind of like the, the prophets, kind of just like, like all of the prophets we've had, just genuine, kind, and, and 
valuable people. I can't do any of that. Um, you know, level two people and men, their their whole predisposition is if I give even one percent, they'll think I'm weak. They'll I'll be taken for granted. So now I gotta now be toxic. I gotta now be you know violent and oppressive. I gotta now not share my feelings. I gotta just basically hide who I am. So and level two this, is the douche. Level two is the douche. So, so when you talk about level one, it's kind of like the beta male and whatever. Level two is kind of like that bad boys girls chase. You know, that thug, that that street guy, that guy in a gang. <clears throat> what he has the dominant traits that you find attractive, which level three has also. But I'm gonna get to that. But he's not grounded in uh, abundance. See, level one has a scarcity mentality because he feels like if he doesn't give everything they'll leave me behind. Level two still has scarcity because they think if I don't give everything, if I give even anything, then they're going to take advantage of me. So I, I can't give anything. I got to you know, be like this. I got to walk like this. I got to now appear you know, more Chad or more Dom than I am. And I can't really show them who I am. And you know, I got to now you know, cut everyone off and act like I'm going through a lot and whatever these men do, bro, that I've seen. Uh, people call it red pill rage. But you got what I mean. And Level two, it's still scarcity. Level three is when you realize, bro, you don't have to play all these games. You don't have to pretend to be any of these, you know, these aforementioned levels. You could be you. When you validate people, when you do things for them, it's because you wanted to do it, not because they made you do it. And not because you felt like if you weren't going to do it, you're going to be taken advantage of or, you know, vulnerable or, you know, invalidated. You, you think for yourself. You live for yourself. You compliment people when you want to compliment people. You don't do it because you feel like if you don't, they're going to, you know, find someone else who does. But you also don't hide your compliments because you feel like if you do, they're going to think you're soft and weak. You know, you truly stop caring about this dunya and you focus on what matters. You have purpose, like Anil said. See, level three is what women will find more attractive than this, this bad boy, this thug level two energy. But the reason, you know, people don't talk about it is because this man doesn't exist anymore, bro. Most men today, I would say 90% of men are level one. All right. This is why they're, they're tired of it. And they're, I'd say 9% of men are level two. And like 1% of men are level three. But it doesn't even matter. It's 1% because if it's 1%, most of those men are taken, bro. And even if they're Muslim men, they probably have four wives. So their, you know, tryouts are, are kind of canceled this season. So they got no <laughs> slots open. So regardless of what you want to say, that 1% man isn't even 1%. It's like 0.1. You know what I mean? So yeah. women at the end of the day, they got to realize that, you know, and women are realizing this too, just like you're saying, they're waking up. They're realizing, you know, this man that society told us I should be attracted to. I'm not, you know, mm. Prince Charming or this white knight. I'm not really attracted to him. And, you know, you got, you got this whole issue about nikah and, and marriage and, Wali syndrome that I know you talked about with your, your series with Abu American and it, it's crazy because you got you got parents that have want the best for their children want the best for their girls they force them to marry this guy who's probably bald you know out of shape you know doesn't take care of his hygiene doesn't take care of his appearance but he's a he's a lawyer or an engineer or a physician bringing in like 250k a year and they force him to be married and now the woman's like damn I'm really not you know, attracted to this guy, but cheating is haram, doing this is haram, but it's like, how long can she go without breaking, you know? So she realized this is not the man that I want. So after that, she's like, okay, cool. That level two guy, that bad boy, that guy who's exciting, or, you know, mysterious, like, I don't know much about him. They go for this guy, but they realize they can never form that emotional connection with this man. 
because this man is still in scarcity, he's not opening up. He's not vulnerable. So they're, they're out here like, okay, I want to I wanna form you know connection with this guy, but I can't. Or in the, in the terms we talked about before, only two out of four weeks of the month, I'm attracted to this guy. And the other two, I'm like, damn, I don't really, I don't really know who he is, you know? So this is when, you know, they get done dirty by this guy. Where I'm going with this is they get curved by this guy or they get their time wasted. They get done dirty, like Anil says. And now they walk around with this chip in their shoulder, like, oh, men are trash, men are dogs. They talk to other girls that are young, like, oh, don't go for this guy. Go for the predictable guy. Go for the stable guy, you know? And they don't realize it, but the girls they're talking to, they themselves are finding those waste men attractive, but they can't do anything about it. That's why women always love giving girls advice, but they can't take it when it comes to themselves. Sorry to say, ladies. I'm talking about women on average, not every woman. Before, you know, the select two feminists we got comment on that. But if you could find yourself a man, ladies, that is truly on his purpose, he has emotional intelligence. Like he is not afraid to open up. He can fully be, you know, loving you. But at any given time, he can leave you. Like he doesn't need you. Keep that guy. Because what he needs, his priority is Allah. It's his purpose. It's his, it's his role in this dunya. It's not you. And it's not, you know, what society wants him to, wants him to have as his purpose. And for men, I feel like y'all got to find women even though the numbers are declining today more faster than not than ever before, you got to find women, simply put, that are okay being women. They don't think of it like some ego battle, like, oh, if I'm a woman, damn, like, what's, what's society going to say? Like, you got to find a woman who worked through that programming that her mom taught her, that worked through mm-hmm. the programming her friends taught her, that society taught her, that feminism taught her, and she's okay being a woman. You feel me? So... It goes both ways, but I agree with Brother Gabriel thousand percent of the way that until men fix themselves, women will not fix themselves, all right, because they depend on you. And a wonderful point I want Brother Gabriel to go into right now to drive my point home all the way is he made a video about this, this whole convert craze and this whole revert thing where women are going after, uh, you know, men that are, are new reverts and men are going after uh, women that are reverts, but it only works one time, one way, right? More times than not. And I want you to go go into that because I feel like it'll definitely drive my point home. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, see, everyone's, uh, I, th- I think the concept of, of attraction and connection is, is something that a lot of people don't, are not honest about it, like both honest. men and women. I think I think guys are a bit more honest than than women because we you know i think it's so simple you know and i always tell sisters sisters just just wake up a little bit and you can be the happiest woman in the world because you're gonna make your husband happy it's actually it's not that difficult to make us happy we men don't don't require so much you know we're very simple you know we want as you said allah first Okay, so that's our purpose in life. When we find that, then we are driven. We have a drive. Alhamdulillah, okay? Means we're moving. We're moving. Movement is baraka. Movement is good. Alhamdulillah, you know? So don't stop that. You got sisters saying, oh, don't go to the masjid, brother. Stay with me. Oh, why are you going to dawah? Why are you, oh, I, you know? You have to, it's like, no. Why men are not. Gym? Why are you going to the gym? Men are not made to sit in the house. The faster sisters understand that and the faster they facilitate for men to be outside, be it their job and whatever, not p- 
piss them off. And why didn't you come at, you know, five and, you know, you're late two minutes and stuff like that. I'm not saying that, you know, you set your wife up and, you know, you're late two hours and whatnot. Stay, stick true to your word because that is the sunnah of the Prophet But what I'm saying is that the faster women understand the way we work, they'll be happy men because it's so simple to satisfy us. Let us fulfill our purpose. Okay. Number one, respect us. Number two, we need respect. Okay. When we come home, our children, everything, you can facilitate that. We expect that from you as the woman. If you don't do it, forget about, I get respect at work and this and that. It doesn't really matter. If I walk in my house and my woman don't respect me, that's going to kill me, man. We don't like that. Okay. Number three, very simple. Intimacy. We, we, we need love. Men need love. Okay. We are, have been built like that. We've been nurtured by our mothers. We need that. That's a driving force for us. Okay. Call it sex, call it whatever we need. That's how we express our love. Our love, we express it through making love. Okay. If you reject us, women don't understand what happens to men when they get rejected. We, it, it, it kills us especially the woman that we care about, that we committed to. If she tells you no, she rejects you. And that's why the Prophet was so strict about what happens if a woman rejects her husband. Don't reject us. Respect us. Don't reject us. Give us love. You know, and, and, and I don't know. We're, we're good. That's it. That's it. That's it. Other stuff, details mm -hmm. here and there to fill mm. in. That's pretty much it, Pause. man. Pause. You, I gotta, you I miss, just, let me just you miss food, point. bro. You miss good food. Oh, we need good food. Man. Yeah, but like, for. like, 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 uh, you know, we can still move on without like good food. Like, alhamdulillah, you know, um, a woman will try and she'll cook something and you're like, you know, you're like, blah, you know, and then that's what the Prophet said, you know, you can lie to your wife, you know, she's going to say, honey, how was mm -hmm. that? You know, and you're like, mm, amazing, you know, there was it's a, like, there was a hadith of the Prophet where uh, I think it was men and women who are married, a woman's curse. If she, you know, rejects a man uh, rejects until him. what? The next morning or something like that? Well, the next morning, yes, the angels, right? So, the and, angels, and not yeah. just that, the, you know, I mean, it went to even more an extreme. It's like, if you are riding a camel and I feel the urge of being intimate, I call it making love because, you know, sex and F and this and that is like, it's become so dirty by the Western, right? even though, yes, you can have a lot of fun in it, you know, and go crazy. But like, the Prophet said in the hadith, even if you're on the back of a camel, man, like, I don't want you guys to make too many, uh, yeah. <laughs> to think too much about them. But I mean, it, it, you understand? It's like, you know, it's like, it's, 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 it's even if you're cooking, you're top of the stove and you're cooking and it's about to like, you know, the food is about to burn. If he calls you, you go, why, 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 why? You know, Rasulullah put such an emphasis. Because we will psychologically suffer in the back of our mind that rejection equals to disrespect, equals to a lack of worth. The woman who's supposed to be the one that's taking, got your back, is telling you no. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, guess what a man is going to do? No once, no twice. We play baseball, no three times. <laughs> turn the other way and start looking around for other options, man. See, here's the thing. We're gonna start we got a ton of women that are gonna options. we got a ton of women that are gonna address Gabriel's point and say, oh, that's fragile masculinity or whatever. But bro, simply put, men don't care about love and attention. We want respect. All right. But conversely, women want love and attention. Women want to be loved and, and have attention more than they get respect. 
there was a study done where there were a couple of wives, you know, in one cohort, they, they got more respect than attention. Uh, they earned more money than their man or their men basically thought of them as higher status and gave more respect. And then there was another group where, you know, their men gave their wives more love, devotion, attention, but not as much respect as their love. And mm. more people got divorces in the first group than the second. And I think the opposite vice versa is, is, is going to be completely true too. If a woman gives you love, but she doesn't give you respect, nah, I, I need my women to, to you know, 110,000% respect me and love me, but respect me a little more than she loves me. Mm. Or if she loves me more than she respects me, there's no, there's no like, there's not that full submission, full her subscribing to my program. There's no, she's not on the same page as me. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And if we were to apply the three models that you said, you got the soy boy, you got the douche, and you got the gentle warlord. Bro, like, if a guy is in the third stage, if a guy is being a gentle warlord, like, he pretty much makes the woman be in a feminine. And just think, just think for a second. What woman would not want to be intimate and make love with a level three man. No doubt. But what woman will question and tell their guy no when the guy's at level one or level two? That's true. Facts, 100%, man. And you see you see these, uh, and I know, you know, we already made an episode on pornography, but, you know, we got, bro, they're coming out with weird porn plots and stuff like that. Like, you know, we got women that have these types of, you know, fantasies. Yeah, women have fantasies, but, you know, some of the things they're portraying, they're not real. So the three levels that we talked about, the Anhel coined perfectly. He put a name to the face as the, the soy boy, the douche, and the gentle warlord. If a woman's with a level one man, this is called the, 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 did you say the, the soy boy? The soy same. boy. The problem she with this fantasizing is... about level three. <laughs> while she's, while uh-huh. she's doing it with level one. <laughs> uh-huh. that's, the, that's the thing. See, but, but most women don't even know level three. So they don't get me started with female two. sexual psychology, bro. Oh, My man. God. So yeah, the, the thing with the thing with we need an episode is, on that. I know, man. If they're with a level one <laughs> boy who's a soy boy. They will cheat on on him with almost anyone that's that's more attractive, and the reason being is because, bro, he's 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 a soy boy. He doesn't he doesn't. There's no desire. There's no dynamic. He's more feminine than her almost you know all the time. So that that's the thing. If if you you know get cheated on more times than not, I'm talking most of the men that get cheated on, they're probably level one. Level two, she's not gonna cheat on you as much because you're already you already do it for her. You're probably the guy she cheats on uh, her man with. So with level two, she's not going to cheat on you more, more times than not. But these are the type of women that like, uh, um, if their man gets locked up, you know, okay, then cool. I need some attention. He was there for me. Or when you, there's a lot of porn plots that are, you know, there's like the, the woman who cheats on her man with the pool boy when her man's at work. This is that, this is that woman because the man, yeah, he does it for her, but he's not there emotionally and she won't cheat on him. Uh, physically first she'll cheat on him emotionally but emotional obviously we know turns into physicality that's why like bro no male friends like that's rule number one for any woman at least if you want to make things work but that's with level two level three though nah bro she's probably not cheating on me unless she's like drugged and raped or something like that like level three if she's with a man that's level three bro i've heard of women that their men were locked up and they're still keeping it you know they're staying loyal they're staying faithful these are the men that 
they they fully have that bond with him. It's unseverable. And Allah has ordained for us to have a wonderful, diametrically opposed, polar, opposite type of wonderful, cultivated relationship with women and vice versa. But you can't, you know, adopt society's programming and try to be a woman so you can relate to a woman. You know what I mean? Like, no disrespect to... Because, you know, we'll talk about LGBT gay guys. I'm not putting them down, but all the guys I knew that were that were gay I, or I bi am, in I school... <laughs> you would. You don't have to. I'll put them down. No, you, you'll put them Oh, up. I thought you, know you were saying? saying you were gay. I was like, wait, hold up, bro. You, how are you going to say all that you just said? It's like, like a huge what? plot twist at the end. Oh, yeah, I'm gay, guys, bro. No, 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 guys. Bro. We'll talk about that in the Patreon exclusive. But you see, oh, you see, you see all the gay guys I knew in high school growing up. Most of the people they had walking around, it was always women. They didn't have male friends because they could relate right. to women That's on a right. cellular level because it is That's biochemical, right? right? Um, mm. In terms of men that were in their natural fitra, in their natural positioning, they're not going to be le- what level two does. See, level two is like, oh, I got to, you know, wheel 10 different chicks and act like a bad boy to get more chicks. And you know, I got to look like I got women. You feel me? Now, level three, this is the type of guy that that's, he's, he's looked up by men. And there's a book, uh, I think it was by Jack Donovan. It's called The Way of Men. Mm. And... Anhel recommended it to me and he he talks about how as a man you're not your value is not equated my guy to how much women you get a man's value is equated to how other men see him and where he falls in that hierarchy mm-hmm. yo and pause before any of y'all continue um reframing of the the three categories here you got the soy boy you got the douche and y'all got daddy that's facts. That's much, better. much better. <laughs> that's facts, bro. We're gonna make a whole. Pop, we're gonna make a whole poppy, separate episode. Poppy, poppy, bro. We're gonna make a whole separate episode about how to be daddy or how to be poppy, and it's no we're, we're pretty much gonna talk about how to be a complete man. And I want you guys to you know let us down in the comments below. Brother Gabriel is welcome anytime in our podcast, but what other perfect guests than him? And I feel like when we do do that podcast in the future, inshallah, we're not going to just talk about just finances. We're not going to talk about just health and, you know, bodybuilding and working out and strength training. We're going to talk about everything, having your man in check, just being a complete man at the end of the day. And I think one we, we topic... can do, we can yeah, do uh, three, three of you and uh, myself and Abu Amerikan. That's going to be like a, a killer Ooh, man. I was yeah, just no, that's, thinking that's gonna, about that. That's, I know. I was, that's going to change the world. And yeah, I feel like a topic. Third world war, bro. <laughs> bro, I feel like a topic talked of, not talked about enough is emotional intelligence. Um, right. So we are definitely going to include that in that video. If not, we're going to include a separate video just on that. But I think this was a solid podcast. I have nothing else to say. So if you guys want to take it away, you guys can say your piece. Yeah, I have to get moving as well. I have another interview at nine. Got to get ready, inshallah. Alhamdulillah, man. Anha, bro, you didn't close it off last episode. Why don't you close it off? All right, all right. Guys, thank you for watching. We had the wonderful brother Gabriel, and we had, obviously, Fayed, me, and Rami. He's non-existent, but Rami. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Hope it helped in one way, shape, or form. Uh, alhamdulillah. And Consider hopping on Brother Gabriel's channel. Links will be yes, in the description. Go, go into his channel. Go watch his videos and read this man's book. 
because we're all going to read it and we're going to talk about it and all that. Inshallah. Oh, 100%, man. We're going to we're gonna do a review, not in the sense that we rate it, but we talk about it That's and okay, the value right? that you can get without, you know, spoiling yes, it because y'all better hop on it, man. There's no, this yes, man sir. knows what he's yes, talking sir. about. With that being so, said, guys, like the video, share the video. See you guys next time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa salam. Assalamu wa rahmatullahi.